I'm Christopher, and this is The Mrs. Hi, I'm Fiona. Thank you for downloading our podcast. I hope you enjoy it. Oh, hello, and welcome to Python Up The Mrs. I'm Christopher, and this is The Mrs. The joke nearly killed me. I'm not doing it myself. <laughs> Series 3, episode 3, Deja Vu. So, Fiona, you like Monty Python's Flying Circus. Well, you know, I didn't like this one, but I right. think my negativity is, is purely being drummed in by that last non-joke. <laughs> You're not a big fan of repetition generally, are you? I, I mean, I, I have found myself in the past being worn down into laughter, mm-hmm. but there has to be some funny in the first place. Mm-hmm. And just a Groundhog Day scene going over and over again isn't funny in itself. You didn't think Palin's um, Palin's performance was the was the thing that changed every time. We well, you know he was quite good at going mad, but I didn't find it funny. Okay, well, not to spoil the ending, but that's the that was the big climax. It's the mind. Yes. Um, one other thing I noted, with one exception, uh-huh. it seemed to be again like we were commenting on before this sort of leading from one story to the other. Yeah. The only one I thought was a bit too clunky mm-hmm. was when he when Palin got onto the bus to Luton and it changed the bus to Cuba. Yeah. And then it drove away and then it panned to a Scottish scene. There was nothing really that linked those two. It wasn't like the no, famous well, ones where... It was in the same location. But he... How did you know he had fallen into Scotland? <laughs> You've thought too much about it. <laughs> well, the point that probably... Teagle may not necessarily have been in Scotland at that time. Mm. Well, People I'm... from Scotland are allowed to leave Scotland, you know. I was just thinking that... No, he did say, yeah, and here we are in the glens of blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. So... Nonetheless, that bus was going straight to Luton. There are many buses in Scotland that go straight to Luton. <laughs> <laughs> I was probably thinking they hadn't flown that far away from Barnstable. Barnstable? Didn't they say they were going to drop him off in Barnstable? Or was it Bar- I thought it was Basingstoke. 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 So. Um, I thought the clunkiest um, link. link was f- out of the animation with the, the red Well, I quite like that. Thread. Because how else are you going to link animation? Well, how did they link into the animation? They just put up another Scottish person. It's got another few Scottish people. That's how they got into it. Uh, but yes, so... Not quite smooth. But you can see what they're trying to do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And and essentially, although they were maybe a bit clunky, they're you know, you started at the beginning. Yeah. And you went all the way through. And there's even callbacks to Yeah, the exploding animals and the rehearsing bishop. Uh yeah, well and the walking through the in an office type way nature. Mm-hmm. Nature at the beginning at the end. So no, I can see what they go with this. So should we start at the beginning? If you would for like. that is the place to start. So we had the stripping war, Warren. Mm-hmm. It was a different time. It was a different time. It was absolutely no, I think, nothing funny. 
mm-hmm. about her saying it's hot and picking up her clothes. Right. Maybe a bit funny when Cleese turns up and she doesn't expect yeah, that. Yeah, I think, I think that's the bit that's supposed to be that's funny. That's something different. Yeah. But I would like to point out the fabulous 70s lampshade that was beside her, behind her. <laughs> I thought you might have achieved. So even you, in your love of 70s decor, probably looking at the scantily clad woman. No, I was not a lampshade. Maybe the wallpaper that I couldn't quite make out. What, yeah, what, I could right. see it was very 70s. It was a, a giant It was a real flat as well. Oh, I'm sure it was, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they started off with the explained to Gantelo, which a lot of people, oh, the canned laughter. It was mm-hmm. a studio, just, what was it? Studio, yeah. Yeah. Um, found funny. Mm-hmm. Maybe just unexpected. Mm-hmm. But there wasn't much to it. I think sometimes there's, there's almost a bit of relief in it. Although I, mean, I thought by this time the audience were probably vaguely aware of what Monty Python was. But I think there's sometimes a bit of relief. It's like something has happened that is unexpected. We can laugh at that. We can express mm. ourselves in that. Uh, a sort of icebreaker. I wonder what they did about it. They must have had warm-ups in that. But yeah, a strange thing to try to warm up. Surely you've read books on these things. I have, but I haven't committed them to memory. Mm, okay. Um... And then we had Palin as the bishop rehearsing, but not mm-hmm. for this show, for show mm-hmm. eight. Mm-hmm. I thought that was quite a clever mm-hmm. idea that, mm-hmm. no, I'm not this show. But um, I've got fly lessons. I did think Terry Jones, we always liked Terry Jones, mm-hmm. was good as the, uh, just the, the... The man who wanted flying lessons. Uh, but abiding by all the strangeness that was going on without mm-hmm. much qualm. Um... I know it was only momentarily, but I did quite enjoy Palin as the tea lady that they walked past. Oh, yes, in one of the corridors that yes. was in the woods, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they, they went into a cave. Yep. At which point we just heard sounds. Yes. Um, and then we had some footage of a road suggesting mm-hmm. they were walking under it. I thought that was a very clever way of suggesting the bazaar very cheaply. Yes. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then they obviously um, came up through the. Uh, you don't get those hut. these days. No, you don't get those <laughs> these days. It's just maybe they. I know they're, they're more panels of wires and stuff because it's the telecoms and that kind of thing that. Well, it was hut. just generally any works had a workman's hut with them. Though mm. so I would say it's probably something to do with um, confined space training. Oh, is that what you have le- to have? Letting now? the fresh air in. Uh-huh. Um, because gases can build up underground, so they probably wouldn't want to put a wee hut on top of Well, to be honest, I was more thinking about you would tend to have some roadworks and a hut that they would kind of go and have their tea in or whatever. No, they would always have port cabins for that kind of thing. Oh, the hut was, li- I, I thought, was literally for keeping the rain off while they were doing the wires. Oh, uh, okay. Well, I'm sure that was part of it, yeah. But yeah. I think wires have got better at mm-hmm. getting wet. Maybe they just don't do the work in the rain these days. Mm-hmm. No, have a wee. Mobile thing. Well, that was mobile. Okay. Or umbrella of some description. Anyway, anyway, anyway. You don't see them anymore. Um, and then Chapman was on the wires. But Before we go to Chapman, I like the fact that they came into a, a looky-likey receptionist. Uh, yeah, that made you giggle, didn't <laughs> yes. it? Yes. <laughs> yes, then we had Chapman on the um, wire. I loved, I loved the way he was on the phone when they first came in. He just dropped it. Yes, because <laughs> <laughs> Um... And he wanted to fly, and so Chapman was very angrily making him stand up on the, the desk and try it until he came in. It was rubbish. Um, one thing I had an issue with, with Chapman, mm-hmm. is I think this is the bit you quote to me all the time. <laughs> when you think I'm being a bit posh. Yes. 
I'd say the grand piano. Grand piano. Ooh, and hoop. Yes. This is where it's from. <laughs> <laughs> Does it make more sense now? I, it didn't need to make sense. I got the gist <laughs> of what you were saying when I suggested the game was billiards. Yes. A game played on a green table where you have to put balls in the pockets. Is it pool? No, it's billiards. The grand piano. I liked the, I liked Terry Jones was laughing when, um, Graham Chapman pulled the, pulled the hoop the apart to, to move it across the wires. Again, I think this is, it's quite good in that it does kind of undercut the expectation in that I could feel myself when he came in thinking, I can see his wires, but you're not supposed to see his wires, so it's fine. But, it's but nice you were supposed you, yeah, to see yeah, his wires. That is good, or else you think they're just being a bit shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then we had the Belpa spokesperson mm-hmm. telling us all the things that were, that you had to do to become a airline pilot. Yes, correcting the two years later two years caption. later mm-hmm. thing, uh, which was the first of many spokespeople and complaining people. People correcting the the mm-hmm. unnecessary. Um, so yeah, I didn't find that funny, and I didn't find the. Rep- Repetition of it that funny. No oh dear. And then it went ludicrous with the complaints about the complaints about that. It just probably feels like your work. But, <laughs> Possibly. But um, yeah, I yeah again. Mm-hmm. Then we were in the co- cockpit of the plane. Good, smooth link there. Man taking mm. flying lessons becomes a pilot. Mm. Now we're in the cockpit of his plane. Uh, the first person to come into the cockpit. Remember when people used to come into the cockpit? <laughs> well, he thought it was the toilet. He thought it was the toilet. But I do like, even when he was banging at the door and trying to bash it in, the pilot and the co-pilot were just sitting there as yeah. if nothing was happening. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then he goes to get, and then, they ignore him, and then he goes to leave and leaves out of the actual door of the airplane. Door of the airplane. He, he does land on a... Small, a small tailbell. Bear here outside a toilet. Handy. So that's pretty handy. What did you say that it wasn't buffing or uh, bally? Bally handy. That's what he said, <laughs> isn't it? He was being posh or something. Um, and then Palin came in playing a hijacker. Mm-hmm. I was so pleased it was Michael Palin. Why? Because uh, just it's like you because he brought out the guns like, oh my god, Michael Palin's gonna play a hijacker. This is gonna be good. And indeed it was. As he was very apologetic. He was. About the fact but that they, he just they were all very, again, very comedy. Oh no, that's fine. Yeah, mm-hmm. we can do that. And then, um, we can chuck you out. Thank you. And he landed on a small pail of hay. Mm-hmm. Got his bus. Got his bus. Um, yeah, I didn't take to that scene either. There's not a lot going for it this second. What, the bus went to 30 seconds? I know. Take the bus to Cuba. Ho, 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 because he just... No, no, I meant the whole hijacker thing. Oh, oh the whole hijack yeah. bit. All right, okay, fair enough. So then we were on to the poet Mac Teagle. Yes. With our old friend, the comedy sexual assault was one of the first things that oh, happened. That was unnecessary. Mm-hmm. And then it came back a bit later. Mm-hmm. I did like Eric Idle as the wee lassie. Lassie or she. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Obviously, it's just, can I borrow Bob? Mm-hmm. Is this because, you know, Scots people are tired? Well, I, I wonder about that, if that was just the stereotype of that, or if that was just, let's make him write all these... Because I always think of Scottish people as the stereotype, correct me if I'm wrong, 
Uh, I always think the stereotype is that Scottish people are mean with their money. But they have not, money to be yeah, mean Not with. That, they, that they are always on the borrow from other people. Mm. No, I think you're right. I think, think, yeah, yeah. I, I would say that the, the Scottish people is a holder of money mm-hmm. and not a giver of money. Yes. Like if you... I liked um, John Cleese's blow-up chair as the uh, art critic. Well, I liked Palin as the playwright's lamp. Oh, <laughs> wow. Did you see that? I was too busy considering how much he looked like John Osborne, the playwright. I, I, um, I don't know who that is. Rather than the decor. What was the, what was the lamp <gasps> like? It was lovely. I, I might take you back to see it. It was, it was <laughs> a huge bulbous bottom mm-hmm. with like ornate metal bits on it and then a giant white. Oh, Very squat. Oh, I think we like. might need to go back and have a look like at it. Yeah. yeah, okay. Um, I didn't. Did, did you enjoy any of the Pope McTeagle's poems? Really, all that you were there to enjoy was the titles of the poems. What well, could I have a bob? Can I borrow fifty pounds from my, the shed? My favourite fifty pounds from the shed. <laughs> uh, my favourite one was what's twenty quid to the bloody Midland Bank? Yes, that was quite funny. <laughs> Um, and I'm going to be getting a postal order or oh, from Australia. A divvy from Harpenden Building Society. Um, I take it Eric Idol. Idol was the one we don't normally see. No, Terry Gilliam is the one we don't normally see. Who was Eric Idol? Eric Idol was Lassie O'Shea, and then no, Eric no, Idol no, was no. Sort of... Sorry, the actual guy, the Scottish guy. What was his name? Ewan. Well, the Port McTeagle. Yes, was Terry Jones. Was it? Yes. Maybe just because he was ginger, he looked. Oh, maybe different. Yeah, he didn't look. He wasn't. He wasn't. Yeah. Because he was all made up. Really. But he was pretty good at being angry. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. Then we were back to an exploding animal with that red smoke that was apparently very dangerous, and loads of stuntmen got some sort of horrific bronchial disease because of the use of it in the late sixties and early seventies. What a lovely story. I know, good, wasn't it? Uh, and we were into a John Cleese as the Highland spokesman, pointing out all the... With the massive Jimmy... You can't say that. The massive Tamashanta. I can say the CU Jimmy hat. You cannot say that the CU Jimmy <laughs> That's hat. That's why I stopped myself. Oh, yeah. Cultural <laughs> appropriation. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> is that like the N-word? <laughs> it is the Scottish N-word. <laughs> <laughs> We shouldn't so know. Not. No, it's not. It's not. Um, and Michael Palin was the doctor who was examining him, but was actually getting gorgeous. This is my lunch hour. You're, you're making a face. Well, what was he doing? I think he was examining him. He was a doctor. In his, what it implied, it was his fun time. <laughs> well, but John Cleese was just standing there. There didn't do anything. No, he wasn't reacting either way. No, I know. And then. Mm-hmm. We had the cartoon, yep, which was the Scottish people, as you say, introducing, mm-hmm. um, saying, "It's in your lunch hour." I think I'm. I think I am somebody's lunch hour. hour. And then this sort of girl appeared. Oh, oh, I know. I never thought of that until you said it just now. Right, I see. I did. I thought uh. that. Now I c- completely appreciate the joke was what we thought was the sporran was her hair. Yes. And that was unexpected, and that's funny. Yes. But if you think about it a little bit. Yeah, but but the cartoon, the I think I think. But the fact that there was a missing bit of him. Yeah. Implied that it wasn't like. There was something there. 
Mm-hmm. Well, it, it just made it a bit bizarre, but it didn't. It, maybe it took away from the fact that maybe she was giving him a blowjob. Well, I, I think the idea was that she was literally eating him. Because as she went oh, past she other people, she cut off she cut off the, the cartoons are so dark. violent. The, the, to be honest with you, because the cartoons are so dark in that way, and at one point there was a man being strangled by the... the oh, the white Maybe they were dark in the other way as well. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I, 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 was, I ended up looking at her hair because it was like, so was that a sporin? Or was that actually the girl's hair? Or was it we somewhere in between? Yeah. Uh, okay, was that a sort of amalgam of the two? Mm-hmm. It also had the forest of hands and the man I riding the that, hand. I found that quite a peaceful scene. The forest of hands. The forest of hands and the man riding through. Uh, then it went dark with the, the wool. Um, <laughs> then it went dark with the wool. Then the Monty Python's Flying Circus. Then it went dark with the wool. <laughs> <laughs> and that was in two Psychiatrist Dailies. Yes. Graham Chapman as the housewife. Did you enjoy that? Graham Chapman's women are are different to the other Python's women. That isn't. They are kind of lanky. Well, obviously he is lanky, but but the way they they're 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 younger. Mm. And they're (laughs) don't take this the wrong way. They're slightly sexier. I know what you mean. The Pepper Pots have no sex. Terry Jones's women have no sex life. But the thing, like the Pepper Pots, would be offended by innuendo, whereas I think this guy would be creating the innuendo. Do you think? Mm. Mm. Interesting though. There's definitely something different, isn't there, about about the Chapman women? Um, I did find it. I, I wasn't sure whether where it was going, and it ended up just being bizarre, so that's fine. Um, but there are psychiatrist milkman. I know, but whether the whole idea, the first scene when uh-huh. he was claiming he was a psychiatrist, oh, yes. and then do three, how many points? Three. Mm-hmm. Was this just subliminal, trying to get more that that word, trying to get more more sales? Okay, uh-huh. and just simply, what do you think of butter, mm-hmm. cream, whatever, and you know ending up selling a lot but no it was just psychiatrists um and it's just like go away no i'm not doing that okay then <laughs> there wasn't much between those statements to no. convince uh that she should no or, or any sort of acting so well i'll just do it kind of thing yeah mm-hmm. or or you know even flirting flirting between them that would cause her to go with him so anyway um and then the complaints came in. Did milk floats ever have chimes? Because it was like an ice cream van. I don't think so, because I think it was always a note in the bottle. So you would never come out at that yeah, time. Yeah, because it's like 5 o'clock in the morning oh, you wouldn't they come came out. to you. Yeah. But the sound of a milk float, that was nostalgic, wasn't it? <laughs> you don't hear that anymore. But I, it just took me right back to that sound. I've seen a milk float in our street. I, they, they talk about it coming back as a environmentally friendly yeah. way of... Because obviously the packaging's recycled, like washed out and used again, and all yeah. that kind of stuff. So folk are up for it again. But um, but yeah, that sound is good. Mm-hmm. Well, then there's complaints, mm-hmm. complaints, complaints. Including, do you notice Terry Jones has half a moustache? Yes. Moved around his face. Yes, I did notice it moved around. Um, and then the. I've written milkman back through fields, but it wasn't the 
Was it the milkman that was taken? Oh, it was the woman. Yeah, he took Mrs. Pym through the fields to get to the dairy. Um, and then it's in the mind. Let's not talk about that. Okay. So, no, not much. Maybe not, you're just in a bad mood. Maybe you are just in a bad mood. Although I think you might have said that quite a few times. But well done you for, for shouldering on. No, I liked last week's. Yeah, it's true, you did like you did like last time, so yes, that's right. Uh, so, um favourite performances. Uh Graham Chapman as the Flying Guy. Flying Guy, is that definite? You don't mm-hmm. need to go through anybody else. Um I think it's between the Flying Guy and the Mrs. Pym. Mm. I think Chapman might be up there in this episode as being the, the I mean, I like I like Terry Jones, but he didn't do anything that was particularly memorable. No, not really. The closest he got was the half moustache mm. uh, guy. Um, uh, John Cleese again. John Cleese pretty light on John Cleese. He was the uh, co-pilot. Um, he was the uh, commentator and the poet Mac Teagle. He was the Highland spokesman. That was quite good. Um, he complained about things in the... Nothing. I'm not going to give him a name. Not going to give him... I'd go for the Highland spokesman. He's okay. the best one of those. Maybe the the uh, now for something completely different at the beginning. <sighs> Blame it. It's just words. I know. Go on. <laughs> no, he, he all they say is good a, words. was a bit looking at her. Eric Idle was the Balpa spokesman. No, Eric Idle was the wee lassie. Lassie? Oh, she? Mm-hmm. Or than the sort of Richard III or the psychiatrist milkman. I've written down here something that I thought that struck me is Eric Idle is usually only, I I think, I have a perception having watched the episodes that we watched so far, that Eric Idle is either on his own or in a two-hander or is when they're all in something and they're all playing like lots of little characters. But he's, he's very rarely in a sketch where there's like three people or four people. Do you think you're overthinking this? I think I'm, I don't know. I know that he's he write he wrote his stuff on his own, so he probably tended more towards doing stuff for one person or one funny character and one non-funny character, and that seems to be the parts that he ends up playing. But maybe the ones, the people that have got the best chemistry amongst themselves mm. are actually, um, I know. Chapman, Cleese, and Palin, or I, I don't know which three it is, but there's mm-hmm. there's, there's one ones that work better, and so they just naturally get those. Yeah, s- maybe, scenes. maybe. Uh, so Terry Jones, uh, the man who wanted flying lessons, uh, the I think the half pilot, the half moustache, not the poet Mac Teagle, the half no Doctor Cream, the, the half moustache. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, and Michael Palin. Was the bishop rehearsing? Was the apologetic hijacker? Was the John Osborne playwright? And was, or was the doctor slash gynecologist? And was the... Can I say the tea lady? Oh, the tea lady. Okay, and not the presenter of It's the Mind. I like the bishop rehearsing. Okay. Though the presenter of the Mr. Mind is probably his greatest work. I just didn't like the scene. Probably his greatest work. In this episode. <laughs> okay. Uh, right, so that's them. Carol Cleveland started very strongly in this, I thought, as well. What, stripping? Doing the stripping, yes. Well, that's a skill in that. The receptionist, 
of the milkmaid. She doesn't. She doesn't do a lot. She doesn't get a lot, but mm. she does well. She does, what uh, she's got. She does well. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, uh, are we uh, carrying on, then? Yes. 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 Okay then. Well, if there's no more to be said, no. Then all that remains to be said is: Are we carrying on, then? I'm not entertaining this. <laughs> Join us next time for we will once again with no nonsense introduce the Python. Oh, I'm missing. Bye!